Hello and welcome to the podcast. It's the Nolan Podcast from National Oil and Lube News. I'm the editor, Matt Hudson. It is the new year, 2022, and while I was organizing some of uh, the podcast files here at Nolan HQ, I had a chance to review the 51 episodes that we produced throughout 2021. We covered so much throughout the year, including leadership strategies and ideas, uh, hiring and labor tips, franchising and growth advice. We published episodes from SEMA and iFlex in 2021. We explored oil technology and trends. We also took a serious look at the growth of the electric vehicle segment and how the industry can prepare for some changes down the road. There was so much in the year that I wanted to share some of my favorite highlights and I figured what better time to do so than three weeks into the new year. So here we are, uh, without further delay, let's dive into some of my favorite clips from 2021. The very first episode that we aired in 2021 uh, in the Nolan Podcast featured Robert Weisberg. He's a longtime speedy operator in California. He's a serviced vehicle technician. And uh, our conversation is what really kick-started uh, my look at the future of quick maintenance that we kind of carry the theme throughout the year. Uh, we got speaking more broadly about the aftermarket service segments in general, and he brought up a great point about education, just that there's there's so much more of a formalized education pathway that's necessary for technicians as they get more into repair work on these high-tech vehicles and the technology keeps changing and advancing. And in the clip that I'll share with you here, he talks about how that education journey is getting steeper for aspiring techs. Yeah, it's just, it's changing, you know, and it's changing rapidly. And uh, we just have to stay, you know, in the knowledge and the know-how of, of our industry. And I just don't know how you do that. I think the gap, yeah, the gap is very, very large now from a beginning intro in a tech that comes in as a loop technician and wants to repair cars for a living. Mm-hmm. That gap is, is huge. And uh, if you want to be where, you know, you can pull out a multimeter and, check voltage drops and and look at you know how you know how things that that technician is is that's a big gap that clip was from january 2021 and from there the podcast really took off just a month later in february 2021 we published an episode with our cover subject in the magazine that month his name is larry witherspoon witherspoon is the co-founder of a great organization from the atlanta area called the automotive training center As the name suggests, it is a training program, and it works on getting young people into the automotive service and repair, expanding that gateway for more folks to get into the field. And because Witherspoon had so much experience training young people, Nolan took the opportunity in this podcast interview to ask him about the younger workforce, what traits they bring to the table, and whether or not he believes some of the characteristics that are commonly affixed to the millennial and Gen Z generations. I hear a lot of negativity around millennials, you know, work ethic or this and that. I I definitely do not agree. I think once they're engaged, that they're just like anybody else who's interested in hard work and being passionate about something. And then I would say even more so, they are more uh, into technology. And so uh, we we have a volunteer who's an IT professional and they, they get in a lot of those discussions. And I think it's going to set us up for when our advanced course is eventually uh, launched that you hand um, a student a scanner. They're not going to be scared of it. Uh, they're going to be interested 
and, and want to learn more about it. And I think that really sets them up for success. And uh, I see that passion. I see that work ethic and it, it, it's still there. Now I want to skip down to April when we aired an interview between myself and Pete Fry, the former Take 5 oil change president who now runs a franchise shop in Louisiana while he's in sort of a semi-retirement state. We had a wide-ranging conversation about his time leading Take 5, the keys to being a successful operator, and so much more. He is very fun to talk with, and he has a way of summarizing big issues that make them feel easier to tackle as an operator. So in this clip that I'll share, he does just that and talks about what he focuses on when he's building a team of shop technicians. You're probably, in many cases, hiring people who do not have automotive experience. and It's not needed because we can coach that. We can teach Mm -hmm. that and train that. And, And the reality of it is, those, those people have, who have those people personalities and understand and can talk to a person respectfully and, and make them genuinely feel that you appreciate them being there and work in symphony with one another. Uh, and you ring that customer out and call them by their last name and thank them a lot for their business. And they're going to leave out thinking that was pretty doggone good, you yeah. know, and, and that's how you build business. And it's not, that's 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 a secret sauce, but it's not really a secret. Now I want to share a clip from July 2021. Regular readers of Nolan know that we value outside opinions and experts to bring perspective to some of the strategies that we cover in the industry. And in one episode, we had a leadership coach named Martin Moore uh, on the show. He's the founder of a business called Your CEO Mentor, and he had some great uh, frank advice for running your business. It required a couple of bleeps, but he gets the idea across. Take a listen. You know, just just following blindly the conventional wisdom that says, you know, well, great leaders have to aspire to be humble and transparent and fallible and all these other things. It doesn't give you the picture of what leadership is really like and what really plays out on the ground. So I think I think the part of believing uh, of not believing your own bullshit and the no bullshit leadership content that we put out is all about questioning these things and pulling them apart and saying, okay, guys, this is what you read. This is what you hear, but this is how it works on the ground. Cause I've been there and I've done that. And I can tell you, this is what you're going to face. Now to pivot to one of our most popular episodes of 2021. And of course it is about engine oil. We had two experts on the show from Shell Pennzoil to talk about the trends towards synthetic oils and away from conventional oils. The episode also included some really great tech talk uh, about what makes modern oils effective and what they need to do to perform. Those oil trends have become kind of a running topic of conversation here at Nolan, and it's worth revisiting often, I think, because automotive technology is in such a period of rapid change, and with that come changing customer needs, and then shops need to keep up with those. So in the clip that I'll share with you here, I ask a question that I've asked many of the guests recently uh, in the magazine and on podcasts, and that question is, what is the role of conventional oil today, and is it on its way out? You'll hear uh, me ask the question, and our guest from Shell Pennzoil, Michael Thomas, picks up the answer. Is the is the time of the conventional oil uh, coming to a close, or or has it closed, or where are we at with that? Well, it looks like it's on its way out. If you look at the automakers and what they're requesting, they're mm-hmm. requesting a lubricant that's that's slipperier, 
that's going to give less drag, less friction, less wear, uh, and better gas mileage. So if you look what's on, and you know what's so strange, look what's on the shelf at most of your stores, you're seeing less and less conventional motor oils. Because uh, I like to check them out and see, and wow, it's, it's scarce. So that's where it's headed. Uh, if you look at it, GM started using a synthetic blend in 2011. Ford started using a synthetic blend in 2002, to be exact, a 520. And of course, the, the, you know, the European boys, they've been using a full synthetic since 1998. That's hmm. when they went straight to 540s and, uh, and the other. So you're looking at, and, and of course, our, our, uh, our Japanese automakers and Korean automakers, that's synthetic. So we are looking at uh, <laughs> conventional motor oil uh, disappearing more and more. And, and, you know. So there you have it. Five clips from some of the big topics that we covered over the past year. We've got more great stuff coming to you in 2022, of course including our most popular podcast episode ever, actually. It first published just last Thursday. That episode is an interview with Jiffy Lube President Edward Himes about their brand new EV service program. If you haven't checked it out yet, I encourage you to do so. We'll share the link with that episode and all of those that I mentioned here uh, in the show notes. Again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We are proud to be the information provider for the quick maintenance industry in the magazine, online, and in these podcast episodes. Reach out to us if you ever have any questions or comments, and stay tuned for much more in 2022. Take care.